idol, the highest title, numero uno. I'm not a Puerto Rican, but I'm speaking so that you know. And understand I got the gift of speech and it's a blessing. So listen to the lesson I preach. I talk sense condensed into the form of a poem. Full of knowledge from my toes to the top of my dome. I'm kinda young, but my tongue speaks maturity. I'm not a child, I don't need nothing for security. I get paid when my record is played, to put it short. I got it made. I got it made. I got it made. Welcome. Don't cut me off, let me finish. You already know who I am. She weave in the building, baby. Today we're gonna talk about a couple things. We're gonna talk about the Bucks loss. We're gonna talk about Aaron Rodgers. We're just gonna talk about the overall life in sports right now and just entertainment period. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not on here consistently, but when I do get on here, I try to give some good content so the way i'm looking at it let's get this party started right so let's ride so how's everybody doing today i know i gotta get better we're putting these out more consistently i don't uh claim to be able to put these out all the time but I'm here now. That's all that matter. So you all guys, you know how it go. Right now, what I like to do is grind my gears. <laughs> Today I'm gonna grind my gears about the Milwaukee Bucks and the loss they just took. And that just shows you we had the number one seed, best record in the league, but we didn't have the heart or desire to be able to overcome a 3-1. And let me not say heart, because who am I to measure the heart of another person? So I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say we didn't use a lot, utilize our team like we were supposed to. And that's very disappointing. And I'm not taking nothing away from Miami or Jimmy Buckets. Because in the end, he put himself in the forefront. He made himself the target. He went on social media showing a deer and say he's going deer hunting. That's not the sign of anybody worried about another team seeing what he's posting. That's the sign of a confident basketball player that leaves it all on the floor. And it's unfortunate that the Bucks went out this way. And I'm not calling for somebody to be fired, but Coach Bud, I think just like in Atlanta, where he had a number one seed, best record in the league, and they got put out. I just think his style of play is not the fit for the Bucks, And I think that we just have to move forward and get another coach in here that's going to balance out our roster and our style of play because we should be able to do the same things we do on offense, but we got to be able to stop teams. You got to be able to call timeouts in right situations. You can't allow people to go on runs and people to get smoking hot and not do anything to stop them. We need to shake up the roster. We need to keep the players that we do have, the good core that we do have, 
Brooke can't go nowhere. We need him to be here. We already got Drew. I don't know what to do with Middleton. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because he had a pretty rough physical year. So I know good and well he can't be asking for no whole bunch of money, uh, based off his play. So we got something going in our favor. So I just think that moving forward, we have to sit back and reflect. I'm kind of down with Giannis. 50 years it took us to get a ring. We got one. Yes, we do have a championship team. Are we disappointed that we got put out? Yes, we are. Do we expect more? Yes, we do. Do we have a championship caliber team? Caliber team? Yes, we do. Did it show that we did? No, it didn't. Did we play our team correctly? No, we didn't. Was our team coached to its, to its potential? No, it wasn't. Did we maximize the moves that we made as far as picking up players? No, we didn't. In the end, these are professional basketball players. If you don't have faith in your players, it will show. And the one way it shows is you not playing them at all. I sit and watch Bud run an eight-man roster rotation. Throughout the season, he plays almost 10 to 11 players. In the postseason, he cuts it to eight. What is the purpose of doing that? That shows you as a coach, you don't trust your players. And everything is, we played this way all season. There's no need for us to change now. Bull crap. Bullshit. It is time for you to change. In the playoffs, it's not the regular season. So when you have that type of mindset, that's telling me something as a coach. How you thinking? You don't think that you need to make adjustments. You're going to play the regular season way. But when you play the regular season way, you're going to get put out. you got to make adjustments. You've been out coached by Coach Spolstra, who understands adjustments, who don't panic under pressure, who calls times out at the right times. How the fuck do we lose two fucking games where we're up 15 damn points? And you're going to tell me that the coach can't be held accountable? Also, the players as well, but the coach is the leader. He's the head. He's the lion. He leads the pack. How in the fuck do you lose two games like that? You got to be held accountable. You have to be put to the fire. That's bullshit. In any other job, if you're not performing or you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you lose your job. And I'm not fucking advocating for somebody to lose their job, but this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And I just wanted to grind my gears on that. Let's get the ball rolling, baby. Okay. So. Back to normal. That's just pure bullshit, man. And I'm trying to be as level-headed as I can. That's crazy to me. That that is, is acceptable. To have the best record in the league. One of the deepest teams in the league. A lot of teams saying we're a championship favorite and to lose like that, that's fucking ridiculous. And every time you get Bud up to this fucking microphone, he don't say nothing intelligent. What the fuck is let it fly? What the fuck is let it keep playing the same way we've been playing? 
That is not championship basketball then. You hear everybody sit and say, hey, man, B, hey, you lost, you lost. You're right. We lost. We lost. But coaching got a lot to do with that. Ain't no such thing as put a team on the floor and let them do what the fuck they want to do. If that's the case, we don't need a head coach. Let Giannis run the team. Let's see how far we go. You have to learn how to manage players. You have to learn how to manage players, period. That's all. That's all I'm saying. You have to learn how to manage players. He ain't managed shit. What did we get Crowder for? What are these pickups for? I don't understand. Why do you have players on the benches if you're not going to play them? Why are you only playing eight people? Why are you not making schemes to stop players that are dominating you easily? This is not fucking rocket science. Basketball is not a difficult fucking game. When somebody is hot, you put things in place to try to stop them. At least look like you're trying. You're supposed to make the game easier for your star players who you need to score. You're supposed to have a specialist at times of need. See, and this is the thing about where Tucker comes into play. Yeah, you're not going to stop Jimmy, but you can make it tough for him. You go up against a team that does not have the level of talent that we have and lose. What the hell? You can't tell me that somebody can't, got it, ain't going to be held accountable. They go, it's, 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 it's not even a question. The Bucks lost the game. They didn't play with enough heart. They tried their best. Their best wasn't enough. We made mistakes down the stretch. We could have closed it out at the end. We didn't make both of the free throws. We allowed Jimmy to get the ball, and Jimmy do what Jimmy does, which is in the playoffs, he takes it to a whole different level. That's why I tell people every time, fuck the regular season. Fuck the regular season MVP. What the fuck does that mean in a regular season? Nothing. You being the MVP absolutely means nothing. The most important season in every sport is the playoff. You can be the greatest regular season uh, team person in history. But if you don't perform in the playoffs, all that shit don't mean nothing. Because in the end, it's all about the ring. That's what you play for. You play for the love of the game. And you play to win a ring or a championship or a trophy. That is what it is. You never hear people say, I play just to play. Man, that's that's normal people. I go to the Y and hoop just to hoop. I ain't winning no championship. When you get into sports, you want to be a champion. Some people fall short. Everybody don't always win a ring. And that's okay. But you're competing for a ring. You're competing for competition. As a competitor... I'm going to be highly upset if a team is running over me and we're not showing the effort to stop. I'm going to be highly upset if I don't have a coach that can rec- recognize and realize I got to slow this run down. I got to make some adjustments. Ain't no just, we've been playing like this. I see no reason to stop now. Bullshit. That's why we sitting down. It's disappointing. Every year is important. Every year we have Giannis is important. Giannis is not forever. We have to maximize our window. We can't play around with this window. We have to get a coach in here that's going to maximize what we have and not just take this oh-hum attitude like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, this is how we play. No, no, that is not how we play. do this. Championship windows don't come around all the time. 50 years it took to get back to a championship window. We can't play that game where, where it's as, oh, oh, hey, you know, that's how we've been playing. 
No, that's how. And then I'm not gonna stop. No, no, no. You gotta stop, or you gotta go. Now it's up to the Bucks organization to sit back and say, "Listen, if he is he the right fit moving forward to finish off our championship window, we appreciate getting the championship. But let's keep it 100. That championship was on the back of Giannis. He the one brought that championship home because the incompetence of Budenholzer." We almost blew it. So let's get that really clear. And Giannis can be humble and 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 and, 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 and show love. But the facts don't lie. It just don't. The facts don't lie. At all. The 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 the, the championship came on the back of the other players. In spite of. In spite of the coach. And at this moment, it's just time for a fresh start. It's just facts. It's time for a fresh start, man. It's it's no reason that we should have to deal with Bud anymore. All good coaches got to move around at some point. And right now, it's time to move on from Bud. That's that's all I that's all I that's all I can see. That's all I can say. It's time to move on from Bud. Because we've seen this this story. Last year, game seven, we lose because you decide I'm not holding the three. Come on, man. We win the championship one year. The next year we come in, we lose in the game seven to Boston because he decides that, hey, we're not going to hold the three. And they light our ass up. This year we have the best record trying to avoid Boston because that's what we was trying to do because we didn't want to take on them right away. And we fucking uh, overlook Miami. There's no way we should have lost. How in the hell is Miami? Three games to one. Four games to one. Simple. Coaching, Hart, and Jimmy Buckets. Period. Giannis only can do so much. Middleton doesn't show up consistently. Drew is being drained because he's got to hold and defend Jimmy Butler because he don't. they don't have a defensive rotation that can help out. You don't use the length that you have. Jay Crowder just rotted on the bench. I don't get what is the purpose, man. What is the purpose? I get sick of seeing Bud dumb, puzzled looking face. It's time to move on. We appreciate what he's done. Just like Aaron Rodgers, it was time to move on. We don't live in the past, man. Our window is not that open. Teams are getting better. Either trade Chris Middleton, but most definitely you ain't paying Chris Middleton. He ain't did nothing to say he need to get paid. He can think whatever he want to think. You got your fat contract. You need to be taking team-friendly deals. Or package this dude and get somebody else. Got the young players that we don't use, young legs that we don't use. Do we try? Do you try to give people opportunity? Are we paying people just to sit and cheer? Are the bench players cheerleaders or players? These are professional basketball players that are competitive. Do you think they want to fucking sit on the bench and watch a team that they're on lose without helping? But you got a coach that refuses to maximize his players. My whole my whole stance is if you're going to only play fucking eight, you don't need no more players. If you got 15 fucking players, figure out a way to use 15 fucking players. 
And those 15 players, if some of those players is not fucking good enough for you to trust them to get on the floor, then why in the fuck are they on the team? I need 15 players that I can trust to get on the floor every single day. And if that, if I don't have no confidence in none of my players to come and play, then you got to fucking go. This is fucking ridiculous, man. It don't make sense to me. I got a bitch full of scrubs that I don't trust, and I'm paying them to watch and cheerlead. Why do we have cheerleaders then? We don't need them. We don't need fucking cheerleaders to hype us up. We got players on the bench that doesn't play. So let's put them out there and let them do the cheering and let the female cheerleaders leave. Because all that is is eye candy, and I don't need eye candy. I need fucking players that's going to help me win championships. How the fuck you get you considered a deep team and you use eight? The fuck? Come on, man. This shit is aggravating and air irritating. It's just time for a change. It's other good quality coaches out here. He lost his job in Atlanta for the same thing. The only difference in he was luckily he was able to have Giannis and he got a ring. He is a disciple of Pop. Come on, man. Pop is over there coaching his ass off. He don't have the talent. He's still a great coach. You think if Pop didn't have, if Pop had that was coaching the Bucks, we would have lost this game? Hell no. Hell no. It's facts. Nick Nurse, good coach. Mark Jackson, good coach. Bud time is up, man. And it's okay. Our window will be destroyed if we keep him as the head coach. The players only can play how the coach expects them to play. If the play if the coach is not making an adjustment, what can he do? If you're driving on the highway and you're the lead driver and your goal is to get to California. And the, and, the, and the farthest you can get is Denver. And you don't know how to ask somebody for directions or help. Then what is the purpose of you saying you can drive to California when you really don't know how to get there? Bud drives the car. He has assistant coaches. I don't see him take the advice of assistant coaches that may have good ideas. Everything is what he wants to run. As a coach, I'm sitting my ass there. Is bro, what are we doing here? Are we going to make some adjustments? Is Jay Crowder going to get some time? What, what are we doing here? Are we going to maximize our bench like we do in the regular season? Are we going to call a timeout here? Why have assistant coaches if you don't fucking listen to them? Look at Mike Brown. Always been a good coach. You lose your job based off your players. That's just a fact. You can be a great great coach. You lose your job based off your players and your coaching. You don't have talent. You don't have players. You're going to lose your job. It's a business. How in the fuck you keep a job and you got talent and you got a championship team and you keep fucking up? Come on, man. Make it make sense to me. We watch good coaches with bad teams lose their job. And we watch good coaches uh, bad coaches with good teams keep their job. Make it make sense to me. We see what we see. 
And if the owners don't see it, then they don't give a fuck. And all they're going to do is waste Giannis talent and this little bitty fucking championship window that we have. It ain't promised. Giannis said it clear. Jordan had more losing seasons before he started having winning seasons. When that fucking window opened, it can fucking close just as fast. This is not a game here. When you have the window, take advantage. When you have talented players, take advantage. You get older. You don't get younger. Pack a uh, 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 Bucks don't know how to draft and fucking develop. When they draft a player, you see promise. They sit them on the bench. That's what Bud does. No trust. How do you get better if you don't trust? As, as, as somebody, as a, my leader, you don't trust me. I don't want to follow you because you're going to lead me to a fucking death. We go to war. We're going to die because you don't trust that. You don't trust me to do my job. If you don't trust me to do my job, then why in the fuck am I on this on this team? Am I here to watch? I'm not here to cheerlead. I'm not wearing a dress. I'm a, I'm a player. I've been the best player everywhere I went. Now you're telling me I'm not a good player when I don't get no playing time. Make it make sense. What do we have players for if they're not going to play? How are you going to wear down your starters and not give them because you don't trust players to come in? That's why. Miami had help from everybody. They didn't fear the Bucks, And even if the Bucks got past Miami, Bucks still had problems because the style of play, we probably weren't even going to win a championship this year because of the coach. Let's just make it clear. I'm not, I'm upset that we out, but I'm not upset. I'm hoping this is the opportunity to move forward and get a new coach. This is ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Moving on. Lakers, John Morant, LeBron James. We all seen LeBron. LeBron wasn't going. He's saving his goal for L.A. He's saving his energy to close out Memphis in L.A. It was a scotch difference in play. And let me say one thing. Dylan Brooks. Because I like defense. I like defensive players and I like offensive players. I'm not one that believe in specialists. I believe in basketball. You play offense and defense. Some people play better than others. But I believe it takes heart to play defense. It's easy to play offense. The great players that play both ways, they'll tell you there's no way and no such thing as a two-way player. You're always a two-way player because you always got to play offense and you always got to play defense. Defense is as simple as moving your goddamn feet. If you can fucking play offense, if you can shake and bake, you can fucking shuffle your feet to hold goddamn defense. Some people want to play it. Some people don't, period. Some people are just single-minded. But it takes a coach to embed that in players. 
And that's just facts. That's that take a player to want to do it. Anybody that you see that can score 40 points can play fucking defense. The NBA is entertainment. Let it rain, let it fly. What the fuck ever. You can watch these games and tell sometimes it just don't seem something seems off. We don't have any proof of that. That it looked like it's 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 being played out a certain way. But 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 my thing is that baffles me, and this also goes back to the Bucks. You blow team, you're blowing teams by 15, and then you lose by five. Because you stop playing defense or you let runs happen and don't stop them. Why are you doing that? That's not no no coach does that. You stop runs. It's like it's adolescent shit here. John Morant, Memphis, smack the Lakers. The Lakers are definitely not a championship team. But they're going to beat Memphis. Memphis is not fully healthy. It's going to be another number one seed. Or number two seed, rather, getting put out. A high seed going home. First round. Unfortunately, injuries happen. But in the end, that's why you got players that you pay for to step up. If you can't overcome, if it's not if it's not a superstar, you should be able to overcome. Memphis at times plays better without John Morant, but they need John Morant. They lost Adams, but they still had Jackson. They still are capable of winning games. Why? Anthony Davis is not Anthony Davis. You bump him, he get an arm bruise, he can't go. Some days he looks interested, some days he don't. When you have that much talent, but your body won't allow you to be that player, there's nothing you can do about it. A la Zion Williams, unstoppable force. Kawhi Leonard, your body's going to dictate how you're going to play. You have no control over that. You can't tell somebody with a broke foot to suck it up and go play. You can't tell somebody with a tore up knee to suck it up and go play. The injury dictates that. Period. And it's unfortunate. Everybody's body is built differently. Your conditioning, you're taking care of your body, all that matters. When you're making millions of dollars, take your profession seriously. You're already doing load management preserving your body and your reason you're doing these things because you're not in top peak condition when you are in your 20s you don't need load management now when you get into your late 30s that's different but in no way should young players 18 to 29 need load management One, you play the fans that's paying you your money because believe me, believe me, if all the fans decided to stop going to games and the stadiums was empty, do you think you're getting $20 million a year? 
No, you fucking not. I think you take shit for granted. Players take shit for granted because they rich already. I'm rich. You're not telling me shit. Get out my face. You see how Westbrook responds? How lightly and thinly his skin is? I don't give a fuck if you calling me Westbrook. Brick, that shit don't bother me. It only bothers you when you can't ignore it and you feel like it's affecting you. That means you can be talked out your game. You're ready to fight somebody because they call you Westbrook. That's life. That's the game. You're in the public eye. Yeah, your kid's going to be affected. Of course that is, but that ain't going to stop the fan. A lot of kids are affected by their parent. That's a superstar or gets talked about. You're not the only one. That's facts. I don't give a care about none of that. Play. I don't care about nobody talking crazy. Play. Show up. Shut me up. Like Dylan Brooks said. The only thing where he failed at, you got to back it up, bro. I ain't respecting nobody that can't score 40 on me. LeBron had 20 and 20. He ain't score 40 on you, bro. I'm at the mic. LeBron did a hell of a job, got 20 rebounds, but he didn't score no more than 20 points. I did my job. We did our job. I'm not running from the microphone. If I'm going to talk, I'm going to back it up. That's why I love Jimmy Butler. He up there taking pictures with a deer head. He already know, don't give the other team ammunition. That's always been... The model, no bulletin board material. Man, Jimmy Butler is a alpha dog. Jimmy Butler is a lion king. He Black Panther. He Wakanda forever. What? What? You talking about ice? Ice in your vein? Oh, man. He Iceman. Jimmy Iceman Butler? <laughs> no fear Butler? Give me the ball like I'm MJ Butler? What Jimmy does is nothing that LeBron does. He LeBron is not that type of player. He does make big shots. But that type of shit that what Jimmy did, that's Jordan S. That's Kobe S. Come on, man. I became a, I always liked Jimmy, but you can't help but to cheer for Miami. And that's 100. Right now, the favorite to me is going to be Boston. I believe Miami can get there. We're going to see. But I do believe Miami can get there as long as they got that dog. We got to remember that Miami was in the championship. And they did put out Milwaukee in the bubble. But they were down players. That's the sad thing about it. The Lakers, again, they're going to beat Memphis. That's just how the NBA wanted to play out. If Memphis, if Memphis was fully healthy, that would be a different story. Phoenix is going to win their series. Kawhi is, is gone. Torn meniscus. It's unfortunate. He, in no way I, I look at, at as Kawhi as nothing but a warrior. He's quiet. He don't respond. 
he do his work to get back on the floor, and he don't listen to the noise. That's a, He's just a hooper. He going to do what he got to do. It's his body. He know his body. Don't nobody else know his body. He don't care what nobody think. I love Kawhi Leonard. You hate the fan. Nigga, you ain't out there. You get out there. I love Anthony Davis. He just don't stay healthy. And unfortunately, he has nothing to do with the genetics of his body. If he was made of steel, we wouldn't be saying nothing. Same thing with um, Zion Williams. Zions just have to get in condition. Luca, he has to just get in peak condition. But you you have to want to take it serious. Like, it's just, that's just, we can talk all day. We're not them players. You have to want to put yourself in a situation to be successful. You have to get a trainer. You have to get your body strong and get ready for an 82-game season. You have to get yourself mentally ready for a 82-game season plus the playoff. And physically, you have to know when it's time to cut off all the playing around and time to get focused. Because you can lose track with money, cash, women. Man, you got plenty of time for that. When it's, when it's the basketball season, it's time to play. When it's the summertime, then you can play. But take it seriously. Everybody can't do both. All this money you getting, come on, man. Give us something for give give, give us something in, in return. Give us some return on this investment that all the fans and, and everybody putting in on you. Because you're getting this money because of TV deals and the fans. Come on now. Give us a return that we can be happy about. You shouldn't be tormented or stalked. But your show should be able to accept when fans is talking crazy as long as they're not disrespectful. Calling you out your name, talking about your family. But if they tell if they calling you a name like Westbrook because your jumper broke, so what? Work on your jumper. And you get all these ex-basketball players. I ain't an ex-basketball player. I play basketball just for fun. So I can get roasted and talked about. Oh, you don't know. I can get all. I'm a, I'm a skip bailers. I'm a person that talk and make observations. Yes, did I play? Yeah. Did I play anything meaningful? No. But I can observe and I can see and I can be fair and I can be balanced. They want to talk about how the player play today. It all starts from high school and it starts from the coaching. It ain't you don't just get out here and play a certain way. The style of play is dictated by those that are coaching. If you want to stay, if you want to change the culture and the style of play, it starts with the coach. I'm not playing that way. That's all it takes. So when you got the professionals playing one way, and in order to get into that league, they're telling you to play this way, college is going to play that way. And in order for you to go to college and play that college ball, and you ain't playing that way, high school got to play that way in order to go to the college that you want to go to because they're playing that way. So it starts from the bottom to the top. But in this case, it's the top to the bottom. Because the top dictates the style of play for everything that's coming up. That's just facts. You get players like Steven Jackson that just make dumb comments. Sometimes you talk just to talk. Sometimes people talk 
just to talk. You got to remember, this is entertainment. Your job is to be entertaining. It's Stephen A. job to be entertaining. It's Skip Bayless job to be entertaining. And sometimes being entertaining is saying dumb, outlandish things. So you can get that hit. So you can get that, be on that, on, on, on TV and, and, and be the hottest thing t- trending. It's all about the, tr- who can, how can I trend? And most definitely, if I say this, I'm going to trend. Sometimes you just want pure, raw, authentic sports analysts without the bullshit. If you feel a certain way, you feel that way. Who am I to say that you don't feel that way? But when you spitting bullshit, sometimes you spitting bullshit. That's just facts. I hate watching shows where you trying to give an opinion, but the other co-host going to tell you your opinion don't matter. Stephen A., you know a nigga full of himself. Excuse my language. You know a brother full of himself. When he always get upset or cut somebody off, don't let him finish or have to let you know that this is his show. Man, sit your ass down, man. Let somebody talk. Hear the opinion out. Then go back and forth. Don't be an asshole, man. But listen, let's keep it 100. When you're rich, you hang out with presidents, great other great rich players, popular people. You backstage everything. You the man. You get to go have access to everything. Ain't about hating, but personally, we can't say that they don't change a person. You're humble when you're broke. If you've always been a humble person, nine times out of ten, even with money, you don't change. Because if you've always been around money and you've been a humble person, getting more money ain't going to change you. But when you come from nothing to something and you understand that you can easily go back to nothing, you keep it humble. But that's how it goes when you got a solid foundation and a family around you that can keep you in that place. Look at Shaq. Listen to how Shaq speaks. He speaks beautifully. He stays grounded. He speaks on it so much and says everything so much about how his mom, my dad, how the fans is the reason I'm here. I don't skip people. I wait. I'm in the predicament that I'm in because of the fans. Come on, man. All what he's saying is a thousand percent facts. No fans, no money. No contract with these television companies. No money. Come on, man. XFL ain't passing up the NFL. They ain't got the players. They don't have the financial backing. Stop it. That's a G League for the NFL. But you take away them fans. You take all that. You take away all that investment. What is the NFL? But an XFL, a Canadian league. Come on, man. If these if these teams and these other leagues were so great, it'd be million dollar players on them teams. The million dollar players is in the NFL. 
And now with this likeness, you ain't even got to go to the league. I'm going to get rich just off you using me as a great amateur player. And if I don't get to the league, it don't matter. Because now I was able to make enough money to invest, make good career moves, make some good decisions, get a good team around me, and live my life out. Because the whole purpose of college is to get a degree, get a good job, and live your life. So if I'm already ahead of the game on that and I ain't got to go to the league because I've already made a couple hundred thousand or a couple million because I was a great amateur player, why wouldn't I maximize that? Everybody not going to make it. I sit and watch that LSU lady, young lady say, I'm not in a hurry to get to the pros. I'm making more money than the pros. Whoa, what a savage response. I'm chilling. I think I'm going to play my whole career out here. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And they deserve it. Because these colleges make a lot of money off these amateurs back. So more power to them. Moving on. Aaron Rodgers is finally gone. Thank God. Now, let's sit back and watch Aaron do things that he wasn't doing with the Packers. Aaron refused to come in and do certain things in the offseason because he gets that veteran exemption. But you can see the heart of a true winner when you look at a player who's older than Aaron and got seven rings in Tom Brady. I, I'm, I know we keep making these comparisons, but that's facts. Tom wanted to be on the same page. Aaron felt like he owned the Packers and he can do what he wanted to do and had them wrapped around his finger, just like Brett. But in the end, you're not stronger than the shield. The organization made you rich. The fans made you rich. Your regular season play made you rich getting that one Super Bowl made you rich being a regular season God made you rich but being an average player in the playoffs got you kicked off and removed and moved on from because with all your greatness it does matter the playoffs and we can talk about what he had and what he didn't have but a lot of those times they had the number one team and I'm not going to keep debating he never showed up in the playoffs even when he had what he needed now he with the Jets he seems like he's re-energized but that again makes you look bad and then when you got cocksuckers that just don't tell acts like Pat McAfee he don't ask no tough questions. Why? He want Aaron to keep coming on the show. You say one thing that Aaron don't like, he ain't coming on the show. Because Aaron don't know how to take the heat. He in the, he get in the, he get into the kitchen, he gets out when it gets hot. When you talk to a reporter, give him the opportunity to give you tough questions. If they're fair, answer them. It's just that simple. Who cares? It, you, you, can, you can respond how you want to respond. It's, 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 it's your voice. It's your mind. You have a right to say, hey, man, look, I just don't want to. Or, hey, you know, 
and just live with it and suck it up. You can get more respect that way. But when you pussyfoot around and you want to kiss somebody's ass because they help you get ratings, you don't you 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 disrespect journalism because you're not answering the tough questions. I want them type of questions that's going to make a person get up and leave. I don't have to answer that. Why not? When your bills is paid by fans and corporations. If I run a business and my business is ran or successful based off who I hire. And then who I hire stops performing. Why in the fuck I'm, I'm going to keep you employed? I'm going to get a, I'm going to I'm gonna replace you with somebody that's going to be productive. And being productive don't mean you can say and do whatever the fuck you want to do. Because when you got a brand, the brand is what's important. Once you fuck your brand up, you're fucked. Look how carefully Jordan protects his brand. It's in front of you. Look how carefully LeBron protects his brand. He goes so far, but he don't go too much. Kanye, he different. Fuck the brand. I'm going to speak my truths. I'm going to say how I feel. And you don't have to agree. That's the beauty of free speech. People have a right to be racist. Even if it's wrong. I don't believe in racism. But I do believe people have a right to say what they want to say. If they didn't, it wouldn't be a law. It wouldn't be a right. I don't believe in guns, but you have a right to have a gun. I don't believe in racism, but you as an individual, if you want to be a racist, racist, you have a right to be a racist. Because a racist is just somebody that says something about somebody else that they don't like. I don't like you because you're black. That's wrong. But you have a right to say that if you don't. If you if you didn't have a right, that means you can go to jail. You don't have a right to kill somebody for no reason. You'll go to jail. You're not going to jail for calling somebody a nigger or a spick or a hunky. Or a mooly, whatever, whatever names. All you do is get criticized, talked about, and banished. That's what they do, what they call canceling. But it is freedom of speech means exactly what the fuck it says. Freedom of speech, even when it's wrong. So that's why I say, understand your situation when you're in it. When you're given great responsibility, what are you going to do with it? You're going to do whatever the fuck you want to do. Can't nobody tell you to do be right. Once you got the bag, who going to tell you? Kanye don't care about that. That's why he does what he does. Jay-Z does care about that. That's why he does what he does. Some, some people just want to speak truth, no matter the consequence. Some people only want to speak truth at points and times here and there. 
If you can't respect one another, what do you get? Shit like Skip Bayless and the shit he pulled with Shannon Sharp. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. What's called it knew he was wrong. Come on, man. He knew he was wrong. It's just that simple. But other than that, I'm about to slide out, man. I appreciate you. And as always, man, peace and love. You know, and I will be back, man. I will be back. I know I know what I do. I disappear for a minute. But, I, you know, I'm going to come back, man, because I, I, got, I got a lot of shit on my mind. And I want to be able to speak that, you know. I want to be able to speak that. So other than that, man. I'm about to get out of here. And once again, you guys keep that same energy up, man, because I, I most definitely need it, need it. Other than that, peace and love, and I'm out of here. You know, it's funny, right? I think I come to realize I like when they count me out. Makes it that much sweeter when I'm counting up. DJ Trump. Money is power and I got shovels to count. I'm going out to do what I